0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Trisden here with the Extreme Common Sense Podcast, thanking our friends at Berea Pond. We could not do the podcast without the generous support from Aaron and Robin at Berea Pond. And also, my house wouldn't have nearly as much cool stuff without all the items at Berea Pond. So when you're ready for your next furniture, gun, ammo, pallet they have so much cool stuff you're not ever going to regret going to Berea Pond. That's Berea Pond at 107 Clay Drive in the old IGA building across from near New Auto Center. Don't miss out if you're from the area you got to get into Berea Pond. I'm Trisden and I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. How's it going, Ray? Hello, Trisden. I'm back in the studio for some chat,
1: some yep. talk. And it's, it's um, like we say with every broadcast, it's getting better in the studio, but there's still a little bit of that old AM reverb. So it either adds to it or subtracts from it, but we still got a few more tweaks to do. That's why we haven't brought guests in, or at least that's what we tell ourselves.
0: Yeah, and then I brought in this cord uh, for the third microphone, and I realized it's uh, a female end to go into the female end in the board. So That's kind of popular now. (laughs) I'm not not saying you wouldn't watch. I'm just saying it it doesn't connect the microphone. It doesn't work for (laughs) engineering. Yeah, engineering, unfortunately, it's not, not as... So uh,
1: I went to my uh, nephew's wedding, Tommy's. Oh, yeah. You've been
0: to Jersey since we spoke last. Jersey
1: and Delaware. Yep. Went up to Jersey and visited my aunt's uh, graveside and saw some cousins and then went over to the Shawnee Inn, which I'd known about for years because I worked at WVPO, the voice of the Poconos, when I was a 23-year-old kid, 1983, 84. And uh, in Str- East Stroudsburg, which is where Shawnee Inn is. so And they used to be a big advertiser, the Shawnee Inn, the Shawnee Inn. So it's this really cool 100-year-old-plus building. Rooms are a little small, yeah. you know, but people back then, the amenities. But it's got pictures of all kinds of celebs, and it's all encompassed. So there's the inn, and there's cabins that people can stay in, and the wedding. Uh, they actually got married outdoors, and then the wedding room was right there in the inn. It, it, so it worked out really great. My only problem was... Excuse me, I had some Diet Coke. Man.
0: No uh, extra charge for the gas.
1: No. My only problem was, you know, usually shoes give you problems when you're breaking in new shoes, right? Yeah. No, not this idiot. I had an old pair of dress shoes, don't wear them much, and the fucking sole was cracked. Oh, no. Oh, God. Tristan, I have three blisters on the bottom oh, of my man. foot. And it put me in mind. See if you remember this. You, me, I think my nephew, Johnny. Oh, and I know Lucas, exactly where
0: you're going with this. He, <laughs>
1: Tristan was breaking in new golf shoes at Arlington. And by the 16th hole... <laughs> Had to take him off. He was absolutely miserable. And golfed the last three holes in your bare feet.
0: So much better bare feet, barefooted. It was miserable, man. Oh, miserable. And these were like, it was weird because I hadn't played golf in like two years. And I just run out right. and grabbed the, the first thing. And they were supposed to be like the most comfortable. They were kind of like Crocs. But golf shoes, and I was like, man, these things are going to be so comfortable. You were miserable. Oh man, four holes in, I could barely walk. And you
1: kept toughing it out, and by the 16th hole, you were like, fuck it, I've got to take these yeah. off and, and golf the last three oh, holes barefoot.
0: And barefoot, those last three holes, uh, uh, better than sex. Well, it here's, was so much. Uh, and better. Here's
1: why I'm an idiot. So. As I said, it's the inn and everything's encompassed. Our room is literally one floor up. All I got to do is walk up and get a fucking pair of soft shoes. Nobody would have cared. You're back at the reception, but I don't. I'm just, not ah, whatever. And by the next day, and, and then the second day is always the worst, which would have been yesterday. There were blisters on my feet. So I'm oh, like geez. hobbling around. Now those shoes did go into the garbage. I actually nice. <laughs> threw something out. So the next time I wear that suit I'll have to buy some shoes ahead of it.
0: So I'll have to go by Kroger and get some some $20 <laughs> yeah. dress shoes. Nice. <laughs> exactly, right.
1: No, actually Myers
0: Oh, Myers. That's right. The dad the, the Air dads. Air dads. Yeah, but, still rocking uh, them.
1: But it was a great weekend. He is now a married man and is wonderful. I think they're honeymooning in Jamaica. And um, it was great to see everybody, you know, quick trip. And then we had to drive home all day Sunday because Ray had to be back at work because Eastern's basketball season started yesterday. They beat somebody 132 to 50, which I don't think is indicative necessarily on how good Eastern is. Uh, Thursday night, they play Western. Oh, nice. So that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. So, um,
0: congratulations to your nephew from the yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah, from us here, and and uh, condolences to your lovely aunt that Thank passed. You. Yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. to, to hear that as well.
1: As Raymond said, nobody gets out alive, but '99 is making a heck of a run at it. So, big, yeah, yeah. It a fair
0: great. way to look at it.
1: But we had to drive all day Sunday. We had there was a little brunch Sunday, and we saw everybody, said our goodbyes, we were on the road at. You know, midnight, and it was like, or I'm sorry, at noon, and it was, you know, it wasn't quite midnight when we got home. But it's a long day, and what I what I found about a drive like that, tristan if you get up at seven in the morning, if you're on the road at seven or even eight in the morning, you get there six or seven at night. It's like a long work day, exactly. Most of it in the all or all of it in the daylight. Yeah, but when you leave in the middle of the day, and that was the day that the clocks had moved, so it got darker even earlier. Man, when that nightfall sets in and you still got like three hours of driving, it's interminable, man. It's, oh, shit. Exactly. Yeah. You
0: you really nailed it. Yeah. Once I went on a trip uh, to my cousin's wedding in uh, Miami and made that drive actually in a day, which was stupid.
1: Which has got to be what, 20 hours?
0: Yeah. Something like that. So made the trip back in a day, made the trip down, uh, and we were, we were, we left after work. So we left at like 5 p.m. So literally by like midnight, I was like, "This sucks! I want yeah. to turn around." Like it is yeah. not fun making like a night drive. Like right. God bless the the truckers that, yeah. that do that for a living. Yeah, it gets that's long. a lot. Yeah. Right,
1: it gets long. Now you're on the road by yourself, which is cool, but true. Yeah, it gets and, and that drive is funny because um, once you leave Jersey, in this case, uh, very eastern Pennsylvania, that Shawnee Inn is on the Delaware River, which divides Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Um, you get to about Howard's, Harrisburg, PA. You know, two hours away, and, and Pennsylvania roads are just awful. I mean, Jersey's a better place to drive. The roads are awful; they're always under construction. But once you start heading south towards Western Maryland, shit, man, it becomes an easy drive. You know, about five hours of that drive is through West Virginia, where it's just you're just weaving on these, man. on these. It's a great roads that you can do, you know, whatever on. Real. Yeah. Pretty much, not quite the autumn. And it's really it's,
0: pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. it's a
1: beautiful state. Yeah, no, it really is. It's it's. I've never tired of the drive. It's it really is. But so that was the weekend. How was your weekend?
0: Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was like my first weekend where I didn't have much going on in like a month. Those
1: are good weekends.
0: It's nice because you know I just didn't have to rush and do a whole bunch of stuff. I just took advantage of my. Free food that I get at like all the local restaurants at Nuevo, El Mejor, and now this place in Berea which is really good called Night Jar. So i uh, went another Mexican restaurant? No, Night Jar is uh American, like good cheeseburger spot. Oh nice. <sighs> so Night-jar.
1: J-A-R. Night jar. They're
0: they're native bagel during the day. And then at night, four days a week, they're night jar. And it's the uh, really good mixed drinks and uh like cheeseburgers. Nice. And it's really, really top quality. And they they're spending a little bit of money advertising. Part of that deal is I've got a trade. So you ever want a beer sometime? Well, or water? Well, I'll take out sometime. <laughs> I can we'll
1: have it. an occasional beer. I had, I paced myself really good at the wedding. I had like four drinks and and because uh, uh, we were there Friday night and Saturday night, I had like two drinks each night, enough to feel good but not get crazy. No AFIB, so moderation.
0: Very. It's a hard one for me. but oh, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. and that's the thing, man. I could go a month and not drink, but when I drink, I don't want to. I want to drink. And that's the thing for me, yeah,
1: that's the um, Irish part of your heritage. Yeah,
0: that's that's the Irish F, unquestionably.
1: Now, have you kept weight off?
0: No. Well, yes, I've kept a lot off. I'm so
1: it, you lost how much?
0: It's funny. I lost fifty, and now I'm at about thirty plus off. So I've made a little run, and like when I caught COVID, I was like two weeks. I did nothing but eat, lay and, at home, and lay at home, and and we didn't cook, so it was all fast food, and uh, then. Yeah. Uh, like Halloween, I've just not really got my mindset back. Yeah. Too prior. Mindset is huge. So, yeah. So, that is. Man, that, you'd hate to put coming.
1: off. You'd hate to lose 50 and put <laughs> oh, it man, back, wouldn't you? Put
0: it back. Yeah. It's it's funny, though. I was actually, I talked to my new doctor the other day. So, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to get back, get back rolling. Man, so. we
1: got a guy at work and I'm a, a, a bowler, not a worker. And he had the surgery and he lost 80. And I swear, Tristan. I'm not sure, but I think he's bigger now than he was prior.
0: Man, it sucks. It's, it's Dude just, just loves food, though. Loves it's a hard food. thing. You're really, like any of these things, you know, cigarettes. How many people have you known to quit a year later? They're huffing those. Well, Mark Twain said
1: quitting smoking is easy. I've done it hundreds of times. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Pretty good. So, right.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, man. And, and I think, too, and I, I wish it wasn't, but I know just growing up poor the way I did, There's some little fucking thing that's tweaked in my brain that's if there's food, I want to eat it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to leave food on a plate. Oh, that's going out, I'm gonna eat too much. So I've really it's really a thing for me that I'm always gonna have to my brother
1: says the worst advice our parents gave us was make sure you eat everything on the plate. Leave something on the fucking plate. You know, it's the yeah, eat everything on the plate. Right. And I and I suffer from that. My plate is generally empty.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's... Push it away, man. Throw true. something out. Give it to the birds, <laughs> it's, whatever. It's, you right? know, let the My dogs have gotten more yeah. and more in the last couple of years. Yeah, but right. It's tough. Especially when food is, you know, when you reach the middle class from, you know, the very lower class to the quality of the food you're most eating is so much better, too. So it's always very much like, man, I don't want to throw that away. I want to eat every yeah. bit of that. So, it, you know, it's just, it's just all a mental thing.
1: Well... I mean, food was kind of a way of keeping score. Like Patty's folks who were, you know, Depression era, they ate a shitload of red meat Um, because it was kind of a, like a big steak, a steak and a Cadillac. You made it, you know. Yeah, Steak was a way of saying you were somebody and they ate a lot and and not so much. I mean, he, my father-in-law's passed and Patty and I really don't eat a whole lot of red meat. Do you
0: guys? we or we try to get away from it i mean again i just mentioned the burger place which is awesome that now i'm getting yeah. once a week but uh no i mean a lot of the food we eat at home a lot of chicken and uh, a, lot of chicken. a lot of vegetarian meals yep so and fish and do you eat fish i don't cook it much yeah. but i do like fish. you like fish, like yeah. fish and shrimp and yeah, yeah patty, patty
1: will make the occasional salmon or uh, tilapia um but yeah we don't you know, you might have an occasional meatloaf once in a while. I'll do steaks. Uh, uh, Lucas gave me a great steak recipe, which is uh, you put the, uh, you, you know, you, 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 braise them basically. So you put the steaks in a pan. That's hot. You get the pan hot. You throw them in there for like a minute on each side, maybe a minute and a half on each side, and then just take that whole pan with an oven glove and put it in the oven. Yeah. And essentially bake them for yeah. about 15 minutes. God, it's a great steak.
0: Pork, same,
1: same. Do it's, pork the we, same way?
0: We do a lot of the HelloFresh, um, those types of meals. Yes. And I was so against this when we started it, but those fucking things are so good. Brielle does it. Yeah, our, and, our daughter. And, and a great. lot of the meals were. Are I've had several. Like that. They're really good. Big fan, right? Like they're really they're good. Very meals. good. A
1: little yeah. bit of work. It's not. It's not fast food. Exactly. No
0: good food, and it. Yeah, and and it's not too much where you feel like, man, I've been in here for an hour.
1: But just follow the instructions. Thirty minutes. All the ingredients. Yeah, thirty minutes.
0: But no, I'd never learned that either. And and with pork and some of the steak stuff, and yeah, you'll 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 grill it for just a minute and get the nice char. That's
1: great. Bake
0: it for yeah fifteen and oh, just unbelievable. Uh, Hellofresh not cheap. Not not as cheap as it could be. And man, that's the thing I always get into with my wife. Also, I feel like we could. Take a little bit of time and just go buy this stuff, right? But it's you know, it's the convenience. The convenience. Yeah, you're other. paying for convenience, but
1: yeah. it, it is expensive to eat healthy. You ever been to yeah. Whole Foods?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: i finally made it up there. Really? At a, a nice store. What's the
0: uh, the fancy place in Lexington? I know what you're talking about, right?
1: I want to say Brandon's Crossing, but that's out in there, Nicholasville. The yeah. Summit. Summit. There's there Whole go. Foods yeah. up at the Summit. And um,
0: That whole place is nice. That
1: whole place that's is money very nice. There. That's money there. I think yeah. that's the most expensive apartments in Lexington. I would think. Uh, Chef Weta had a place there. That's, you know, the famous uh, uh, Guy Fieri visited her place out at Wallace Junction, which you say you've never been to. It's literally the best hamburger i ever had in my life, Drizzen. Really? What's it's it It's in Midway. Wallace Junction. Hmm. Oh, man. And Chef Weta, do you know that name? She's kind I of should. a local legend. She grew up here, went to New York Culinary Institute, was in New York for 10 years, met her French husband. Oh, nice. And then they came back here locally, and they've got like six places. They've got Windy Corner and Wallace Junction. They had a place at the summit, but I think COVID got it. But oh. her food is... And there's a place called Holly Hill Inn, which is fine dining yeah. that she's got over in Midway. But... um Uh, Yeah, the summit is very, very nice. So I finally made it into a Whole Foods and golly, you know, because Mari used to make the joke, whole paycheck, (laughs) pretty good, They're not cheap. But what I really caught my attention was the, um, the holistic center. Like they have a fucking area where if, I mean, from headaches to toe aches, they've got some kind of natural something that supposedly works for these things, right? Right. Having troubles with your bowels, with your ears, (laughs) with your mouth. I mean, here, try this, try this ginger root or whatever it is.
0: And you have to assume some of that stuff works great. Yeah, you have to, right? But some of it is, you know, Dr. Oz medicine.
1: Probably Dr. Oz (laughs) medicine. Okay, well, that segues into it's literally election day.
0: Yes, I I don't know how much of this episode talking election will still be worth listening to, you know, when this drops in three days because today is election day. So we're going to get all the results. Well, probably a bulk of the results tomorrow. You know, it's the
1: toughest day for a Chinese restaurant.
0: Oh, God, don't
1: say it. We close for Erection Day.
0: Oh, God. I can't laugh at that.
1: I said it. That's not politically incorrect, is it? I uh, guess it is. Yeah. I think so can you tough. just not tell a joke? I guess Terry <laughs> Bradshaw got in trouble for saying that, um, um, who is it, Justin Fields maybe? Uh, something about if he had to do that, he'd commit suicide. And then Troy Aikman got in trouble a couple of weeks back for... Uh, uh, they they'll take the dresses off and play. Geez, so you really you can't say anything?
0: Huh? Uh, it's, it is just that time, and again, you know who's going to cancel? Oh, so you us? know where I was going with that, Joe? Oh yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. Actually, I've got a Japanese friend who I make fun of relentlessly because he makes fun of me relentlessly for our ethnic heritage. So today I I literally woke him up with that joke. So I made the joke. I just wouldn't make that joke in public on, you know what, and you can't say it as a generalization, but I think if you've got a friend that you're ribbing a little bit, look, look, they can't take that from us, right? They can't take joshing around with your friends. Yeah. It's just, you got to be careful. Well, I you so
1: recorded. I mean, yeah. I mean, some would be offended at that. Yes yeah you can't do that, and really, I think now we've reached a point where that has put Democrats in a bit of a bind. I mean, if Tim Ryan loses in Ohio, to me, there's a subtle message there that the old school Democrats you know Ryan had that great line of we lost our way as Democrats when we were for- forgot we were the people of but we were the party of the people who showered after work, and he's made a huge issue of of blue-collar union workers. He's talked about how how, how out-of-touch Republicans are in so many facets. And he may well lose to essentially a carpetbagger who was a guy that called Donald Trump America's Hitler and now is so far up his ass that he sees Sean Hannity every day. You know, um, And it looks like J.D. Vance may well beat Tim Ryan, which I think is a sad state of affairs, really, for the Democratic Party. It means that it is a party that sort of is out-of-touch. But again— It's, it's out-of-touch with— made with what made me a democrat i've always said i'm a friend of working people i don't care where they are who they are and most I don't of your middle
0: want, middle of I, the road I, I, democrats I would say that
1: actually don't have any use for people who don't want to work i'm not terribly sure. sympathetic or empathetic to the guy standing on the corner now i get you know mental health issues so on and so forth but i'm a fan of people who get up go to work every day and and you know seem to fall further and further behind let's help them out right and Ryan has made that his cause celebrity. and It looks like he's going to fall short, which to me is a shame.
0: I just feel like it's, you know, and you're, you're going to see a lot of Democrats locally, I think, that were really good candidates that are going to lose. And I just think it's because of this wave. It's the we've had two years of the late night TV hosts making fun of Joe Biden falling off his bicycle. So this is just historically and will happen tonight as well. That time of the election cycle where people just say we're voting for everything but you and a lot of good Democrats like Tim Ryan may lose. And that's why I think, again, the four guys that we are uh, races that we mentioned on last week's show, I think are going to go red.
1: Yeah. I mean, Fetterman, I think wins that race going away without the stroke, which is very unfortunate. I mean, I'm yeah. certainly sympathetic. His stroke was caused by atrial fibrillation. Um, and I, it's a, terrible fear of mine because of what it can do to your cognitively and so forth. Um, And Oz made an issue out of it, and he has every right to do that. I'm not picking on Dr. Oz, but he's a... And, you know, I mean, come on, Mehmet Oz. I mean, a carpet bagger. He's certainly not in touch with guys like you and me. Sure, I think Fetterman is. I agree. Um, and it's going to be close, but yeah, you're right. Oz may squeak that out. The two, you know, the two idiots—not the two idiots, but the that race in Georgia is just a travesty. Oh I mean, God. And now I've even I've even read these racial things like how there's a lot of black people who are like, how dare they? They just put up any black man assuming that, you know, I don't know. That's a whole nother issue that's not not even worth getting into here. But, you know, Herschel is a moron and he may win that, although it looks kind of like I guess there's a third party libertarian who's going to siphon off one and a half, two percent. And so in Georgia, you have to reach 50 percent or it goes to a runoff.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. So so, looking like a runoff.
1: Yeah, it's looking like a runoff, which would be three more weeks of this. And I heard today, which is good for the Kelly Wallingfords of the world, and I suppose you, my
0: boss of Wallingford Media, sixteen
1: billion with a B dollars, uh, you know, nationwide has been spent in this election cycle. Sixteen fucking billion
0: dollars. I bet you could narrow that down though to probably like four or five. Well, the Georgia race was
1: huge. Yeah. 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 So and again, not the 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 Pennsylvania race was huge. Yes. Yes. There and was a lot we, of money
0: that we rake there. in. Money, you know, as i know a you small do. media company. Yeah, you, you're there, you do. Yeah. but yeah, but not like a, I would assume. Jesus Christ, the equivalent radio station, TV stations to what we have in Ohio right now. You're right. Oh my Ohio, God, Ohio, Pennsylvania, that would be, Georgia, that would be uh, fun. Uh, Arizona.
1: Yeah, yeah th- those are the states that are leading now. Apparently, there was one winner of the Powerball.
0: Oh man, and it wasn't me?
1: Ugh. I think it was George. Probably Plume, my yeah. dad.
0: And we're not talking. It was. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? It was up over two billion. Was wasn't it?
0: One, yeah, one over point. 2 million.
1: 2 billion.
0: Billion, correct. Yes, if That's I a said. Huge
1: difference. Like <laughs> 2 million would say, guys.
0: Dollars. 2, two yeah.
1: million was life changing money for guys like us. 2 billion is.
0: It's universe changing for 50 people. I mean, it's, Or 200, you know, I don't know. It, it
1: instantly makes you one of the wealthiest people in the world.
0: Right. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. It's, and you didn't do a thing for it, but yeah. buy a ticket. Did you buy tickets? Oh, God,
0: yeah. I've had tickets uh, for every one since it's been, you know, over like 400 million. Today, he
1: pulled up in a Porsche Carrera. Where do these, <laughs> these cars come from, man?
0: You know what, Ray? It's just a, a dumb habit. I just really like cars. So what and, did
1: you trade for it?
0: I uh, Traded an 81 Mercedes convertible and some cash. The Mercedes convertible's the, gone? The old one is yeah. gone, yeah, and okay. some cash. So, yeah. A lot of cash? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I probably shouldn't say on air in case my wife's listening. But, <laughs> That's a good but I But I can throw up fingers and you can put a zero <laughs> zeros behind it. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you steal that? It was from <laughs> Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee. No, uh, I meant the cash. Where'd you steal it? <laughs> well, where, where did I steal that cash? I sold a couple watches. Where did you meet the guy? Uh, found it on eBay and then we communicated for like three weeks after. and
1: And did you have to drive to get it?
0: Send a, send a guy from uh, my hometown who does it. Perfectly. Went to Memphis. Went to Memphis. Oh, nice. it up, took the Mercedes down. Brought the Porsche back. And and trust him completely. Actually gave him an envelope full of cash to take with him. So the guy. what does he get paid? Uh, he made eleven hundred bucks to drive Fuck. from here to Memphis and back.
1: I would do that. Yeah. What a good retirement gig. Pretty. So nice. he does that professionally.
0: He's an MMA fighter and a car driver. Oh, no kidding so yeah I think he's getting I think he does some construction stuff so like probably just one of these guys so he can
1: handle himself.
0: And packing a gun, so just, yeah. he's pretty safe. Wow, well, with that kind of money, and I And like 6'5", probably 270. Oh, really? Like, just ripped. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't I, worry. I got any. the 270
1: part. I don't have the 6'5". <laughs> see, that's my problem. I say I'm not too fat. I'm too damn short. Sure.
0: I need about another <laughs> four point. inches. I like it. Uh, so what do you think uh, happens tonight? Any major surprises? I mean, I don't not, just think I, it's not I, looking good.
1: See, so here's the only thing I can't figure out, Tristan. You know, the polls all have it tight, tight, tight. Uh, a pick 'em in Pennsylvania with Fetterman and Oz, a pick 'em with Warnock and uh, Walker, a pick 'em with, uh, not really a pick 'em, Vance seems to have opened up a decent lead over Tim Ryan. I think that Arizona governor's race and Senate race are both tight. Apparently the Nevada race has gotten very tight, um, but the Senate race, but I still can't quite understand. The early voting and the turnout. I asked a woman at the polling place I voted at today. Had it been busy? She said very busy, and the other polls have said the same. Now, Kentucky is, I think, one of five states that has abortion on yeah. uh, on the ballot. Yep. We have an amendment that I voted no on, as I'm sure you did. Correct. Um, that is looking to widen, um, you know, widen. Have the you seen the ad on abortion. TV
0: with the pastor? Yeah. There's, there's a there's... preacher saying this just goes too far. Right. Like we're not pro-abortion. Yeah. but... This law, and you fun. would
1: think that turned people out here. Now it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to vote Democrat. There's no, Democrats going to win here. Charles Booker, sure. unfortunately, ran no campaign. The guy that's running against Andy Barr, I just, I actually cast a vote for Andy Barr. He just seems like a nice guy. I did too. He is. And, and he, that guy, Jeff Young. So we each voted for a Republican. That guy, Jeff Young, is an absolute lunatic. He's a
0: fucking kook. The guy running against, yeah. Barr? That's the thing. I'm not vote. I'm, I'm yeah. not seen an ad. I've not. Well, the Democratic the Party.
1: Bashir said, "Don't vote for this man. He's basically a political gadfly. He's run before as an wow, independent, wow. a Republican. He's a, he's a nut." Yeah. So Barr basically ran unopposed. Booker didn't put up really much of a fight. He seems like Which a great guy. It is a shame. It is a shame. If we'd have won that 1.2 billion, we could have helped fund it. <laughs> Fair um, enough but um i have no echo
0: in the studio my my
1: point (laughs) is i'm trying yeah, we buy our own i'm just trying to figure out all this early voting is there something the pollsters missed are there still a lot of pissed off women and the men associated with those women over over roe and dobbs and is that gonna still play a role tonight I mean, it certainly did in Kansas, but is our memory that short? That was August, September, That's October, November. Could be three gas,
0: months. Gas prices may have by now surpassed. Here's a pretty fascinating thing, and you know, I'm not a into polling or pollsters and that type of thing, but I was actually watching, and I've started trying to watch uh, Fox News Sunday to add it to the you know the other mainstream news shows. And I, I would say credit; it was fairly mainstream on the one episode I watched, but they had. Um, Kellyanne Conway, who's not mainstream. No, she's a pollster. I didn't realize that was her job.
1: By oh, trade. yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So
0: one of the things that she said was that they basically have to factor in is when a pollster calls Democrat, male Democrats are 20 percent more likely to sit and take the time to do a political poll. Republican men almost universally refuse to do it. So they have to when they're doing their math. Factor in that Republican men aren't going to do it, which I just thought, man, the stuff, the math and the calculation that has to go into well, it.
1: I mean, that's that is why it's called political science. Yeah, you know, there is a science, and and people beat up pollsters the way they beat up weather persons or, or or the U.S. Post Office. I defend all of them. I think the weather people are right much, much, much more than they're wrong. Occasionally, they get it wrong. It's a science, but it's not an exact science. I always say to people who want to bitch, I don't even know what a stamp is now, but let's call it 55 cents. People who want to bitch about the post office, I'll give you 55 cents. Bring a letter to California. <laughs> yes. right? No, I'm with F you, you. I'm with you. And, and it gets there. Like, yeah, we've all had that thing where something happened. But again, 99% of the Point time, nine nine. your shit gets there. Exactly. And pollsters are generally pretty correct. Now, occasionally they get it wrong. And yeah. I'm hoping they have it a little bit wrong tonight and maybe somehow discounted or miscounted some of that uh, backlash on the abortion vote, and and to me, maybe I'm saying to myself, maybe that's what all the early voting and the big turnout is about, or it could be about crime and 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 you know inflation.
0: It's fascinating too because I have heard over the span of my life uh, in politics that when there's a lot of when the turnout is high, it typically goes to the favor Democrats. So it does feel like, man, I've never seen lines like I've seen at polling places for midterms here in Madison yeah, County for midterms been huge right insane right so it will be fascinating to kind of see because I will say this that, I think that, both yes, m-
1: that's what I cannot figure out is yeah. how in a midterm election it's and both
0: sides so, are motivated to vote right now yes. I think you know the people on the left are scared of so many things trumpism maga and I think the end know, of the democracy pe- <laughs> the end of democracy and the, the people on the right you are sick of paying $4 for gas so. right it's a very motivated time right now. Now that was a pretty good segue into the fact that I did see a poll uh, this Sunday watching the political shows. Seventy percent ish, give or take one or two points, on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, going into this election, are feel fearful for the fall of democracy, blaming the other side. And I'm just I'm fascinated. That number by is. That.
1: Seventy to seventy, so there's as like many Republicans.
0: Seventy-one, so like what?
1: Like they, I get Democrats being opposed, they storm the fucking capitals. Yeah, what are Republicans? They're, they're not accepting see, the that's, results that's of the that's last election. Just that bubble, though, Tristan. So they've got oh. AOC making it a one, a, a one, you know, party government. That's basically what they're fear, you know.
0: Is it? I, I, I just to Ber- me, Bernie
1: and AOC are it's gonna so
0: far in left field because I'm just. You know, and I, I've told this story. Once Have you or twice met on any Republicans?
1: No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. When um you know, before Obama left office, and I've referenced this as I said, one of the things that my far right friends, the real far right guys that I would talk to, would say, "He ain't gonna leave. He ain't gonna leave sure. the White House. He's not going anywhere. You wait and see. Right. There's going to be martial law. He's right. going to find her." I'm like. What? Why would you think? What are you that? basing that on? Like, what you know, far right websites are you looking at? But it was funny, you know. Of course, he finished up his term. He walked out the door. Next thing you know, Donald Trump's in office. What's he do? He he did, you know, <laughs> what he they tried said Obama was going Every single do. thing he could do. So <laughs> I just, I just don't get the and Tristan.
1: He's still doing it. This motherfucker does not stop. They were. I was reading an article today that when you go to one of his rallies, you see a video. That talks about how Nancy Pelosi and the FBI staged January 6th. Wow. And I'm just like, my goodness, man. So if you're going to that Trump rally, I mean, it literally is an alternative universe. Well, And this fuck may, may ride that wave to being reelected, elected again as the United States president, the POTUS, as the acronym now is, in 24. I mean, he's... So that's the other thing about these races tonight. If Oz and Walker and Vance and that Carrie Lake win, they're all handpicked. Those are the prominent ones. All handpicked Trump candidates. Katie bar the
0: door. It's Katie bar the
1: door. I don't see how he isn't the nominee at that point. He's going to announce. They're talking, you know, soon. And... He's gonna say, and obviously he does not give a single shit about the truth. It does not matter now. No. It's completely Orwellian. He will tell you whatever he tells you, and he believes it to be true. And the unfortunate thing is, his minions do. Now, are there enough minions to reelect him against Biden? Maybe there are.
0: Yeah, I just think there's so many people, and it's unfortunate. You know, our buddy Aaron, who we reference a lot, uh, who we should mention more already in the show. Um, Thanks for sponsoring, Aaron. We appreciate you. But I feel like a lot of guys like him would say, uh, you know, Biden, Trump and 24. Look, he thinks Trump's full of shit. We've had the conversation. He's a crybaby. He doesn't want to admit he lost. But I don't feel like he feels a there's a threat in that. It's just it's crybaby antics, but he's still going to be a great president and he's just talking hot air. Whereas I think somebody yeah. from our side, it's much bigger than that. Like, I think we see that as more of a, you know, a, a very considerable threat to democracy. Right. And I don't want to be hyperbolic and, you know, every, the boy who cried wolf on everything, but it does feel like we have to be able to agree on a reality of who wins these elections. Because again, the peaceful transfer of power is such a paramount part of our constitution and, and who what our country is about.
1: Yes. And the whataboutism is amazing. You always reference Al Gore in that speech that he made in December of 2000, which he didn't have to do. He could have become Donald Trump. Sure. He could have two years out been talking about how George Bush Stole that election from me. and it's a, But he didn't. For the sake of the country and the sake of the democracy, he did what a person yeah. with some class, some dignity, some respect for the foundations does. Donald Trump has none of those things. Yeah. And the, the the system actually, the, the guardrails are there, but they are somewhat dependent upon the character of people, American sure. guardrails. And we have a guy who has zero character, doesn't care about any of that, only cares about himself, and he's exposing it.
0: Yeah, so I guess my two thoughts are, A, you know, to my smart Republican friends, what am I missing to not feel like that's as big of a deal as I feel like it is? Like, what what am I missing to make it feel like it's not that big of a deal, kind of relax? And B, why... You know, well, I, I don't know. I lost B. but God damn it. A A is important. Like why <laughs> wh- why why is that not a big deal to them? Why, how come I'm seeing that as like one of the greatest threats to our democracy well, in my lifetime and that's eh, gas prices are much more important than Well, tra- it's not just power. that
1: though. Tristan. It's what we talk about often. It's that D after your name, you know. The belief now is that the Democratic Party is so far off the rails and is doing so much to change America's traditional values that a demagogue like Trump is able to um, step in, appeal to that and make a run on it. You know, Donald, Donald said, I always go with my Southern accent and I should, I was thinking about it because I was listening last week and I heard myself do that. My brother, my late brother in law, Vince once said to me, you know, we pick on, he and I moved down from Jersey and, you know, we pick on these Southern accents. Who sounds dumber than Joey Buttafuoco? Hey, how you fucking doing? Right. You remember him? Oh,
0: of course. Okay.
1: So who sounds dumber than Joey Buttafuoco in New York City? He's right And there, Vince is yeah. exactly right. So, uh, was exactly right. So, uh, I'll go with the Joey Buttafuoco accident rather than a Southern accident, but, you know, accent, but there... The, there are many now who are convinced, many middle Americans and Joe Buttafuoco, that um, the Democratic Party is, I mean, not QAnon where they're, you know, taking blood of children, whatever the fuck. But they're just <laughs> the so yeah. they're so consumed and obsessed with identity politics that they have lost. They have lost the Aaron's of the world. They've lost the Tony Perkins or even the ability to speak to them because they, Aaron, Tony, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, perceive Democrats as only uh, enamored with identity politics and they have completely lost their way with working people. Now, is it somewhat true? Somewhat true. Um, Again, I go back to the tragedy of Tim Ryan losing if he does tonight. He didn't play that game. He played the old school. We've got to take care of working folks. We've got to bolster unions. We've got to get back to some traditional values. We've got to stop worrying about all this, you know, identity politics. Maybe a message that the modern-day Democratic Party doesn't want to hear.
0: Well, I can't hurt, and I think that's what, you know, that same type of messaging is what pulled Biden you know, into the, the candidacy for, for president. I mean, he was, he was more moderate than the Bernies and the Elizabeth Warrens, right. uh, you know, in our party, the Marianne Williamson's of the world. I mean, he definitely was a lot closer. You know, when everybody else was saying defund the police, Joe Biden was saying, don't be stupid.
1: And that's a really good point. So I just mentioned all the cultural issues, the identity politics. But when it where the rubber meets the road, as jug Ross Perot used to say, um, it does It is about the economy and it is about money. And I don't think Aaron or Tony or any of uh, millions and millions of other really good um, uh, uh, hearted, uh, hardworking Americans think that Democrats do have their best interest at heart as it pertains to money because they see too much coddling of people who don't work too many handouts. And I am of that same camp. Like I said, my life has always been about people who go to work. I had this discussion once with your boss, my former boss, Mr. Wellingford, a far, as as far, almost as far right as you can go, ultra conservative, good guy sometimes. Um, (laughs) But I said, Kelly, you and I both think America's great, but we think it for different reasons. You think America's great, because you can amass a fortune or what Bill Gates did was amazing. You know what? To me, I respect the work, whatever. But people have been wealthy since the days of King Solomon. That's not as impressive as America became the first country in the history of people that gave working stiffs like me and working stiffs like my dad a chance to make a nice life for themselves. That's to me what makes where America's greatness comes from, is that middle-class working people. We built a middle class that was the envy of the world and that's really something to be proud of and it has been pulled apart. But I don't think a lot of conservatives feel as... And Democrats were the party that built that middle class. I mean, it really was. Republicans were always the money party. And I grew up in Jersey. It was a solidly Republican state because it was a wealthy state. It is a wealthy state. Right. Voting their interests. Republicans were voting their interests. The South was solidly Democratic. FDR was elected four times. And that's the only time in the history of the country that'll happen because they put in the amendment after him. Until
0: Trump. Well,
1: until Trump says. But he he was voted in on the backs of Southerners. Right. The South was all Democratic. They were working people that FDR was looking out for and making sure they were doing okay. Um, That's what matters to me. To me, that's America's greatness. And,
0: you know, and I think Clinton was the last. Presidential candidate that really harped on that, right? He was the last Democrat presidential candidate that was was just sort of moderate. Yeah. More all about the middle class than anything else. Now, again, of course, you mentioned Perot, I think, obviously, cost. Bush Sr. that election. He did. But nonetheless, like uh, Clinton did a good job reaching out to middle America and the working class.
1: Yeah, Bill Clinton won that election with 42% of the vote. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. and wow. Bush had 37, and then uh, uh, Perot had the remaining, which was, so 42, 52, yeah, like 19. Perot had a huge it, amount he, of the vote. He did. He close did. to 20, close to one in five Americans yeah. voted for people Ross Perot. Perot.
0: I remember those, like a lot of people. Well, like, he seemed to cut a, through the
1: bullshit. It was a nice
0: alternative, know. I think, to the same two, you know, yeah. So, But again, I guess going back just a little bit, so without just saying AOC, like, what what is the Republican fear of Democrats doing to end democracy? I mean,
1: I think I, what I just said, I think, you know, they, they want to they believe someone who tells them that Democrats are interested in a one party socialist rule. And for proof of that, look at AOC, look at Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. They're interested in a one-party socialist rule. They don't want to hear from us Republicans. They're very dismissive of us. They think that we're backward and narrow and quaint, and they just want to say, fuck you to us.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I hear that as, you know, they think they're better or they like their ideas more. But I don't hear the left saying, um, if we lost, we didn't lose. Now, again, I've heard St- uh, Stacey Abrams reference the time or two um, saying that she didn't accept the election uh, Well, she better accept
1: this one because Kemp's going to thump her pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. K- Kemp's got He's it. done
1: a decent job. Right. Yeah. And he and also sort of disassociated himself from Trump. He is in the middle. Like, yeah. As
0: far as Republicans go, he is he's a body the, trained. He's he, not a... Yeah, he's, uh, he, as
1: far as Republicans go, he's a moderate.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that's... You could say that now for everybody that mm-hmm. believes in... The votes counting, right? Or right. Not right. just my side didn't win. Give me my participation trophy. We won. Screw you. Right. So yeah. So Kemp at least is one of those guys. He's not a you know he didn't find Donald Trump the eleven thousand votes he asked for. Right. 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 So, exactly. So again, it could be worse than Jack Kemp. Yes. Jack. Right. Kemp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So man, we've got to talk about Sophia Rosen too. Oh I my God. Stood on this for so a you day you've and a half.
1: got to set the stage of who this is. Although apparently it's gone viral. This UK student, right?
0: A million percent viral. yeah, and yeah. this is something that I kind of got into the the rabbit hole of watching this girl's videos last night. She's a UK student, came back to a dorm room drunk, as you know, all of us did in college at some point. And uh, there was a, a, a young lady that was working the desk, kind of like probably an RA's assistant, yeah, kind of that's a front right. desk right. kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think those kids will sit there and just make sure everybody's walking in that's supposed to be there. An kind of, African-American young lady. Yeah, happened to be African-American. And uh, so this girl came in, this white blonde girl, and was drunk out of her mind and just uh, started laying into this girl. She was just kind of like, hey, you know, do you live here? Well, you know, can I help you get wherever? And this girl just losing her mind taking punches throwing throwing blows inward 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 like it was to the point where she was singing the inward at this black girl um the video was very hard to watch and it's like so many of these things now in today's world where if you heard the story it would be like ah, that sucks that girl's a bitch man when you watch that video just the pain to me that you feel for this poor and girl. that young
1: black kid was wonderful Oh, she my, could not have handled her better. kept her demeanor about her. Unbelievably She actually so. was so well-tempered. I mean, she was well-raised, that kid.
0: As she was blocking punches. I mean, unbelievable. Just staying calm. And uh, good Lord, who the patience of Solomon. I don't know if that's a real saying. But, yeah, Job.
1: Yeah. Patience of Job. Patience
0: of Job. There you go. But, man, it, it was ridiculous. And th- there was another video that had surfaced maybe a year or two before where she was saying, I you know, I'm rich and who's your parents and my parents will take care of me and get me out of whatever. I mean it was pretty hard to watch. So what
1: does happen to Miss Rosen now?
0: Man, I think in this world I mean she's certainly cancelled everywhere. Did UK right? drop kicker? They will. There's yeah. no way UK allows her to, to stay enrolled. And I I guess she was a senior. But uh, yeah, so, she, so, you know, she'll never really be able to get on social media under her own name and probably a little tough to find a job for a couple of years. And, yeah. you know, I think there will be a pretty fair amount of repercussions for that.
1: Yeah, I didn't actually see the video. I heard the story, talked about it in the office, but the video is rough. Oh, and, it, and it hasn't been pulled down. It's, you could find it, it, it right now. It's still
0: now. findable. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of places have pulled it down. So who was
1: – so that was a third party who happened to be there with a cell phone?
0: Yeah, and just – Recorded the whole thing as things get. So how recorded. was it
1: rectified? Campus police came.
0: No, I think actual police came and oh, arrested her. And I came. think she—that's was... I mean, that's
1: probably an insult. I think campus, campus police, police or actual police.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Lexington police. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> sorry, policemen. Uh, all police lives matter. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so she was, and I guess was biting the cop and got some. Yes, uh, some I, I heard that her, too. Yeah, right, know, right. Resisting and then that kind. God, of thing. what was she drinking that night? Man, I've never been so drunk I turned into a racist. I've never been so drunk that I would be like, you know, F and N words, like I just it makes me pull my hair out to, to see this girl. Because she's obviously very spoiled and very entitled. And again, nobody on
1: earth And obviously thinks that way.
0: Right. Yeah, you don't just magically become racist when you're no. drunk. Hell but no. But my thing is too, like I've always said nobody should be judged for their entire life on their on worst their worst day. moment right. at 21 years right. old so like part right. of me i want her to be forgiven at some point but after watching the video she's got to do some time and earn back a life and it
1: had to be uk damn it oh, i know I like man. such bad it makes PR. us
0: look like shit yep being so close but uh yeah i mean fuck you, just the whole situation and was she's so a pretty kid awful. right yeah, not an ugly girl. Yeah. Yeah. Just Which means nothing, but very it's just entitled. Just, very, just nice point. point very, per, yeah. very entitled. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: a creepy old man. Yeah. Sexist bastard that I nice. am.
0: Yeah. Younger than your youngest child.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're much younger. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Yes, yes. So yeah. That's true.
0: But it was just it was just a gross situation, man. And, and very hard to watch. And yeah, you should check the videos out if you haven't. If you've never seen a twenty two year old white girl sing the N-word for ten minutes, God. it's
1: it's a treat. So, so this person who was filming doesn't come in to help. Nobody helps the the young girl. The RA.
0: I feel like everybody was sort of helping a little bit. Mm. Well, at the same time, you could tell they were also like not trying to engage her in a fight. You know, sure. They were blocking the punches, trying to keep her calm. But it wasn't a like. Let's. <laughs> How hold. did she punch? Fairly uh, well, like n- a girl. Not really. No. <laughs> <it was> nice. <laughs> But that was Ray. And send all hate mail to Ray. So White. you can't say
1: that either. See, I'm, I'm going to learn on uh, <laughs> un- here from you because you're certainly younger than me, and it's not you know maybe it is my age, but so you can't say oh she threw that ball like a girl. I feel like again I'm Jesus not saying
0: you'd lose Christ. your job for that, but you would definitely have some. But you people, but it's saying, descriptive though, right? I mean, the guy throws like this. People I mean. <laughs> do know what you mean when you say people that, do as, as a term. So uh-huh. yeah, unfortunately. Now, did you
1: see that thing with Terry Bradshaw getting a little shit because he said did something not. about? Um, I can't remember which quarterback, but oh, if he had to run that play five times in a row, he'd commit suicide. And people were like, "Oh, you know, suicide is you you can't." Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and it's you know, it's funny, Ray, because I mean, you say a little joke or something, and my first reaction is just like horrified because it's twenty twenty two. But one million percent, I also feel like. It's silly that we can't make jokes about anything anymore. Well,
1: think about how we sound off air. I just try and I just try and sound off air like I do, uh, or on air like I do off air.
0: Oh, no, I try, <laughs> I try to be very conscious of my job when I'm on air. Like, and again, I'm not mean well, or first whatever,
1: of all, Tristan, we've got eight people listening to this damn oh, thing. Oh, eight so, million, and they and they're friends of ours, so they already know how we are. I mean, you know, it's yeah. true
0: until one of us, I don't know, hits the lottery and they take our money because we told a joke about throwing like a girl or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's no, I'm a crazy conscious of Both sides of it. Like I very much see the side of, look, we should all be able to laugh at ourselves a little bit. Well, also like, gosh, oh, yeah, it's I just tough. want,
1: you know, I just want to have it explained to me what the ultimate goal in, in, in all of it is. It's is just, that nobody it's,
0: ever has to feel uncomfortable ever in life. Right. I mean, which is unrealistic.
1: It is unrealistic because life is going to often make you feel uncomfortable.
0: Right. So again, like, Punchlines can never make anybody feel bad, so I, yeah. Well, so that's
1: to me, really, honestly, that's the part that they can't really explain. I think that's what Mars. Yeah. Uh, so critique is eventually
0: will just be about based m- on. making fun of dogs and cats. Well, that would and, be... then,
1: and then Peter would be offended. Right. You know, True. then Peter would be right there. Yeah. So that that's that's the thing. I it mean, it is a
0: pretty slippery slope. Like it does feel like the slipperiest of actual slopes. Like where it just where is this going to end?
1: And again, all well-intended. This conversation came up at the wedding because I'm with a couple of Yale. So this was Yale, Mary, and Harvard. My nephew went to Yale, and and my niece-in-law went to Harvard. In fact, her dad her, her dad had a very funny toast. He's a Harvard man, so she's a legacy. And he's, he's a good guy. He's kind of a blue-collar, wealthy dude. Um, happened to go to Harvard. But uh, he was talking about how when he heard that his daughter had met this fella, and he says a few things about Kyle, and I can deal with that. Then... I found out he was from Yale. And I thought to myself, (laughs) I raised my daughter better than that. (laughs) Because that's a good rivalry. That's pretty funny. But we were having some discussions. There's a young man who wants to come on the show, and I'd love to have him on. His name is West Cuthbert. And he looks like the quintessential Ivy Leaguer. He uh, has done quite well. His folks were actually there. His dad's a wonderful man. He's an MD. So their kids went to – so West went to Yale – the next child, I think, is a girl. Went to Vanderbilt. The slacker kid went to William and Mary, but he's at the University of Virginia Medical School. And the youngest kid went to Princeton. Wow. So, so Patty said, "Does that make them better than us?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I want the fucking William Patterson. Come on. But he's a good kid. But he represents him well himself, very well. He's ultra-right-wing, ultra-conservative. And I think I've lost my point where I was going with this. But Oh, no, I know. I I actually do remember. He was saying that, yes, most of what Democrats do is well-intentioned. Because my point was... People beat up the lefts, Hannity and Limbaugh before Hannity. Beat them up, beat them up, beat them up. Never give any credit. Like, I don't think any of the problems, let's just put it into something that's not terribly political. It's the fifth place trophies, the building of self-esteem. That movement started in the 90s, and I think it was a well-intended movement. I don't think the people who came up with it, lefties, um, thought 25 years later it would turn kids into nervous, anxious you know, nut jobs, if that's, if I can say that, I mean, I see them all the time, not that they're nut jobs, but the anxiety and the lack of self-esteem, it it, it actually worked the other way because self-esteem doesn't come from being told you're good or being given a trophy. It comes from actually accomplishing something. And that doesn't change. There's some truths in the world that don't change. So because a kid gets a fifth place trophy is not really going to build his or her self-esteem. What is going to build? that is actually accomplishing something.
0: So, so you're saying, so Donald Trump should actually win the election before he says he won, won the election, Yes, right? he okay. should
1: probably actually win it before he says he won it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's part and parcel. But but West said, uh, oh, that is true. Yeah, there's um, much of liberalism is well-intended. It's just that the results get off track, and it gives our side uh, the ability to pick on those results without mentioning the fact that it was well-intended. But well-intended, I guess, only gets you so far if the result is everything gets sideways and twisted.
0: That's it. And, you know, which is why you need multiple parties in an election, right? Like, because one side's always going to go too far with too much power. That's the beauty of a two-party system. Yes. So at some point the liberals are going to go too far. And again, that's why almost every midterm goes in favor of the party without power right. because it's a that's the checks and balances of our constitution. And I think that's what people like you and I worry about when people are saying these elections were fake, they don't count because that means we're not we're going to lose that check and balance over time. So again, as much as everybody wants our way politically, too far either way is not the answer. So we have to keep each other in check. That's why we're supposed to be in a country where the ju- judicial branch keeps checks on you know the Congress, legislative branch uh, legislative and, 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 and the legislative and branch keeps checks the, on uh, exactly pre- on the president right so right, right so right. What, what you lose with the authoritarian is those checks they want yeah the checks go away so again right. as much as it feels like man I just want my guy in right now and as much as people want Trump he didn't fucking win so we have to we have to keep elections going and fair. And again, I'm not anti oversight. Let's oversight the shit out of these elections. Let's keep an eye on everything. But look, there's no proof that anything majors ever went on in a presidential American presidential election.
1: Well, I think one of the greatest points you've made in shit a year doing the show now is that maybe the only I, one I'd love. No, you make a lot of I'd love to have my guy win my my gal win. But if he or she doesn't I accept that and then in 2 or 4 years I try it again, and I try and beat them. That's the beauty of the system, but these fucks wanted to take that system and you know, turn that circle into a straight line. Yeah, just because they have such distrust in the other side that's drinking the blood of children and hide them in caves to rape them. I yeah. mean, you know, really
0: it's it's hard to imagine good folks believing a lot of the nonsense, but it does get believed. It, you know, there's a pretty substantial group of people that believe some pretty foul shit about our side. Yeah, it's crazy. And again, it's not like, well, the fringe of Democrats do eat babies, like the very far, like, no, right, 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 right. It's
1: know, not like, like there's an example somewhere right. of that yeah, happening.
0: Okay, well, right. there was the Democrat right. lizard cult in Colorado <laughs> yeah. that did actually Except steal Except for him. them, that's right. funny. <laughs> like, that, it's com- a <laughs> complete fallacy. It's that's completely great. untrue. Yeah. So at least, you know, you like to start with some truth oh god that I've, I've told you this was the first
1: time i heard a QAnon, although it wasn't mentioned as such my buddy paul um had it was the fourth of july and paul i think patty might have been in lake george or maybe it was maybe it was not the fourth of july it might have been in july and he he had a pool party there's a pool in the backyard and i had seen paul that evening i had to stop by his house for something and he was like visibly shook paul's a pretty cool cat he was into his bourbon, loves his bourbon. and He was like this, is probably 2018. He's like visibly shook, and he's like, "Buzzy, you know, you know politics pretty well." Mutual friend of ours, Rob. One of Rob's sisters was over, and he's known this woman 20, 25 years. They're actually triplets, three of them. One of the triplets, and uh, he says she was telling me that the earthquakes that were having, which at that time I think were being attributed to fracking, are not from fracking, but they're from Democrats digging holes to hide children in to get back to them later. And he said, have you ever heard anything like that? I'm like, Paul, and that was the first time. And like I said, at that point, I didn't realize this was QAnon. That was my introduction about four years ago. And then once I started hearing more, I was like, Paul, she was talking fucking QAnon nonsense. That's what that was. Yeah. So who... Was putting that shit out. Alex Jones, who were the purveyors of that nonsense?
0: Well, I know it's in, you know, the dark corners of the web, YouTube, and <laughs> so you it's know, back to Alex what you Jones. say. The,
1: the internet really is just, just destroyed everything. Just a cesspool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It, that's the thing, man. Again, you don't mind losing. I mean, you do mind losing. Nobody wants to lose. But you're a whole you feel a whole lot better when you lose based on your messaging and what's going on in reality. What you do hate to lose is lose is when you're losing because, you know, somebody thinks you're a child murderer and that's, you know, you have pizza places where you drink children's blood like you don't want to lose for that. And again, oh,
1: that's right. That that guy drove up to D.C. to get the kids out of that fucking pizza parlor.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to be
1: fucking Hillary. That that Hillary was hiding, right?
0: God, and it's hard to be mad at a crazy person that genuinely thought he was going to save little kids, right? Like, and that's what some of this stuff does. Like, you should know better, but you know, obviously, there's a, a lower. Functioning and your people that and, won't know and, and to, the difference. To be
1: serious for a moment, your point on that, which you would stand by, is that there is no whataboutism and there is no equivalency on the left for that kind of nonsense, for that
0: kind of crazy. Not that I, I've seen. Right. I'm, I'm open to that example. There's some crazy lefties, sure.
1: environmentalist wackos that spike trees to fucking have lumberjacks lose their arm, and and there's some nuts out there. But that kind of crazy is is one sided.
0: That I've seen. Yeah. We, we definitely don't put on the right that they, you know, again, are molesting child children and are, drinking right. their
1: blood and raping yeah. and killing them. I mean, God. Damn. And so what that does is it, it it engenders that hatred for the D. If they're capable of that, then they're capable of anything. So really, in a certain way, it's almost uh, dastardly and so so deceitful that it's almost effective because then anything democratic is. I mean, if that's where you're starting at. Then you're not going to listen to anything a person says.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, going back to that's the type of propaganda that we would release in world World wars about, you know, Japanese people or German people or whatever, these people that were fighting. Like, that's the type of stuff that you make up or like you start rumors about with people that you literally want to bomb or exterminate. So it's it's crazy to think that people think they're fellow Americans because they vote a different way. You know, are this evil and that's you know, that's the problem that I have I mean, I've seen a lot of people on my uh, social media thread or people at work that I talk to look I know a lot of people that are not voting the way I'm voting or that are but look We should be able to live together as human beings without thinking that just because you vote a certain way you're evil
1: But that is how democracy ends.
0: Yeah, so let's thank the sponsors real quick So hopefully at some point Troy's gonna throw these ads in so we don't have to waste too much time thanking our guys, but I would like to thank Aaron, who did give me some money this week. Oh, nice. So none for you. No. Sorry. Uh, so thanks to Aaron at Brea Pond, Bookshop. I mean, that was, there's com. nothing
1: new because I've never <laughs> seen a nickel.
0: <laughs> That's a th- which is fair. Uh, Bad Wolf Gaming, thanks uh, thanks to them. Nate at Stoveleg and Front Porch Studios. And if stick around after the show and you can hear a little bit more about these guys. Did you listen to the ads?
1: I did. They were great. Did you like them? Yes. Perfect. I thought they were
0: great. Okay, because yeah. they were a little goofy, but uh, yeah, check them out. See what you think. So right. you, got, you got, a little, uh, got a little joke of the day for us?
1: Uh, so I've got this book called Dad Jokes. Nice. And I'm, I mean, really, who writes these, Tristan? Man, good question.
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe an author there in the Dad Jokes book?
1: Uh, yeah, Jimmy Nero. We should Google Jimmy Nero. What did the janitor say when he popped out of the closet? Supplies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like he was having a supplies party. That's, 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 <laughs> okay.
1: that's not bad. Pretty good. Uh, Business is slow these days At the medicine factory You can really hear a cough drop (laughs) Nice I just finished my first day of excavating (laughs) Shit I just (laughs) finished my first day of excavation training so far, I'm really digging it.
0: There we go.
1: All right. <laughs> nice. couple of dad jokes brought to us by Aaron.
0: Yeah. Aaron at Brea Pond. Thank Aaron you. At Aaron at Brea Pond. Always. And
1: now we're sitting in Daniel's Bad Wolf Studio building in our Bad Wolf Studio. And you've got what for us? Reviews?
0: So, yeah. So now we're actually the front porch. We're in front porch studios and Bad Wolf Studios somehow at the exact same time. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Amazing. Yes. So you know what, Ray? I had the best compliment. And I think you probably know where I'm going with this. You know, every week I'll spend twenty minutes and, and throw something together for this, uh, you know, this part of the show, and I just think, man, every time I do it, how shitty it is. Like I'm just not a fan of it. But uh, your daughter actually likes Brielle likes the actual five star reviews yeah. that I read, and I literally to say I was touched is an understatement. You know, I, I don't get too many compliments, and and her reaching out to say that she liked the. The reviews it was a pretty big deal. Well, for she me.
1: asked me, "Does Trizan write them, or do people send them?" And I said, "No, he doesn't write them. He may yeah, I read up, them. People, from send the actual, them. Yeah. Yeah,
0: people send Yeah, people send them. In, but, but I was touched that that she was uh, pleased to hear those. So, yes. Yeah. It was. Very she said nice. she actually
1: got mad a few times. It's what assholes people really? can do.
0: Well, they're, they're, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. So I. That's in, my dad in her honor. I did, and she's not going to like these either. <laughs> but, but but I, I did. These I did. Damn people. I jumped on the internet and, and went to Amazon and saw some of our views. And again, the best way you can help our show, if you've got two minutes, is to go write a review for us on Spotify Watch. or Amazon or anywhere you listen to podcasts, and it helps us out. So, again, these are some actual five star reviews that I pulled off the internet just this morning. Uh, at half eaten Danish BC writes, I really enjoyed the show you guys did while drinking CBD. There's a cool new drink that's supposed to be even better called arsenic. You guys <laughs> should both drink a bunch of that. Five stars. <laughs> Haven't heard of that. Uh, Maybe you can get some of that for us, too. Um, At Will Gates Infinity writes, Are you sure the world really needs to hear Trisden's thoughts on Trunk or Treat? Not that your content isn't top-notch. Five stars. Okay. That's a fair point. The world probably does not need to know my thoughts on Trunk or Treat. At FedEx Farley29 writes, Have you ever stopped in for some fast food at a McDonald's or Wendy's and when you leave, you find some extra fries or a free pie in your bag. Your show is the opposite of that feeling. <laughs> All right. Five stars. Bastards. As long as, as long as, and I don't know if I said, but as long as the reviews are five long stars, five I'll be Sure. So, so they're good reviews. Right. So at Pearl Harbor was rigged, right? <laughs> aren't you guys from Kentucky where that Sophia Rosen girl lives? Oh, yeah. Why do I get the feeling that's how Ray talks after two beers? (laughs) (laughs) Five stars. I don't know. I can't argue that. Maybe. Uh, Maybe uh, not. Shit. Um, Four beers. (laughs) Fair enough. At Megan's on fire. 83 writes, I just found out my ex-husband had to file for bankruptcy and caught syphilis from the girl he left me for who was cheating on him with his brother. I don't listen to your podcast, but I'm just telling everyone. Five stars. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, Megan. I guess her husband's a cheater and caught syphilis. All right. Well, five stars. We well, take it.
1: All we can be thankful for is that they're writing in.
0: Yeah, we, we do appreciate the fan interaction. It, it means yes, the world. It does. And- we did it again, brother. Quick hour, an hour.
1: I actually am so twisted that I look forward to going home tonight, maybe having an adult beverage, one, and watching fucking election results. <laughs> Me too. Yeah.
0: I won't drink tonight. It's a hobby. I'm drinking tomorrow, so I'm not drinking tonight. But yeah, you're yeah.
1: getting away for a couple of days, huh? Yeah. That's nice. But yeah, it's a hobby. It I is mean, it's, fun. It's a, it's a hobby I enjoy.
0: It, well, I'll say this too. Maybe after about half the results, I may have to. Yeah, have you may have, have, have to I may want a drink or two.
1: All right. So best of luck. You did both today? Uh,
0: I voted last week. I voted early. Oh, nice. How'd you do that? They just opened up all the places here in Madison County. Did you physically go there? I did. I physically walked in uh, and it was like a 10 minute wait on the first day of early voting, which I think was last Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Which I was like, man, early voting in a 10-minute wait. But they said some of the places, the, there was like a 300-foot line wrapped around some of the places. was crazy, so.
1: man. So it's, all right. So there's still that little X factor of what that means. So we will be able to talk about it next week. Enjoy your little getaway, and I'll Thanks, see you man. next week. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Daniel. Hopefully we'll still thank have you, a democracy
0: for the next show. Uh-huh. And Thanks. thank you, of course, Troy. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ray. Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week. Hey guys, Trisden here from the Extreme Common Sense Podcast. You may notice Ray's not here because Ray's a lazy bastard. Just kidding, I love Ray, but he's not here. So nonetheless, Dan and Nasa with Bad Wolf Gaming, we appreciate your podcast support and we hope if you're listening locally, you'll check them out at 711 Chestnut Street in Berea. They've got a full arcade with some gambling things, sort of. So check out the arcade, check out Dungeons & Dragons, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic. They're a great place to buy your cards. Don't miss out. Get into Bad Wolf today. Tell them Extreme Common Sense sent you. Hello. According to our research, you like podcasts. Well, if you have a passion, mission, or story, you should have your own podcast. And I have a resource you might be interested in. Go to frontportstudios.com slash products and services. You'll see how Frontport Studios can help you enter the world of podcasting. Again, that's frontportstudios.com slash products and services. Thank you for your time. Goodbye.